Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. Welcome to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am your host, Elizabeth Benton Thompson. If you want to create change in any area of your life, you're in the right place. Together, we'll explore the strategies and tools I've used to lose over 100 pounds, pay off $130,000 in debt, and become a multiple seven-figure business owner. I've supported more than 3,000 women to levels of execution and fulfillment they didn't know were possible. Together, we'll break your past patterns and eliminate the appeal of your excuses so you can get consistent, stay consistent, create the results you want, and enjoy the journey. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton. Holy moly. What a day. (laughs) What a week. What a week. First, last weekend was the Dagny Foundation 5K. And I want to thank all of you for your outpouring of support and enthusiasm and love we felt it. It means so much to us. Uh, just, just this morning, I was contacted by a mom who lost her five-month-old unexplainably. And is that a word? Unexplainably, inexplicably, inexplicably. Anyway, um, on the heels of a weekend bringing awareness, you know, it just, it makes it hit home. It really does. And the only way that we're able to really make a difference for these families is with your support. So first and foremost, thank you for that. You guys are incredible. I say this all the time in the Primal Potential Facebook group, but I mean it. I feel like this community, this community that that you make up is just like one of the most special virtual places in the world, you know. It really is. It's absolutely incredible. And one day I'll get back to live in-person events and um, I just want to be able to to see you and hug you and say thank you. So for now, thank you. And then things got wild and crazy. My husband's daughter was here for a week after he was chaperoning her school trip for almost a week. So it's just been crazy. We went on a whale watch. We spent a day at the beach. I mean, gosh, we did so much stuff. We packed in so much stuff. And uh, Chris flew her back, and he's supposed to be back in just a few hours, but weather delays and all of this, and I'm like, dude, <laughs> I'm so done with the solo parenting, so if you can get your butt back here, that'd be great. To all single parents, like, whew, holy Toledo, my heart goes out to you. Anyway, it's been crazy, but all good things, all good things. I got to spend like an hour and a half, a little more than that with seven, 800 of you guys on Thursday, which was absolutely freaking incredible. Thanks to everybody who hang out, who spent some time with me on the webinar on Thursday. That was awesome. Uh, But we've got a lot of great questions today. So we're going to dive right in. But of course, first thing, I'm going to tell you what we are giving away. And in the theme of 
warmer weather and cookouts and cocktails and mocktails, I'm going to give away Energy Plus. Um, it's a like a stick pack energy mix. There's a caffeine version and a non-caffeine version, but it's all natural and um, no added sugar, artificial crap. I really like it, especially right now, the, un- the non-caffeine version because uh, I'm not doing caffeine while I'm pregnant. And it's a really great base for mocktails or cocktails. I can't really do the uh, alcohol versions right now, sadly. But you get to choose if you want the pomegranate lime flavor, which has a little bit of caffeine, or the dragon fruit flavor, which is not caffeinated. I'll announce the winner at the end of the show. All you have to do is leave a review of this podcast. And if you've already done that, you can leave another one. And uh, you can make it for a specific episode and you might win a giveaway next week. Let's dive into the questions. The first one came via the Primal Potential Facebook group. I saw the question in there and I was like, you know what? I'm going to tackle this on the podcast because I know that this individual is not alone in what they are experiencing here. This is what it says. I'm feeling really overwhelmed and discouraged. I'm so sick of telling myself I want to lose weight and get healthier and then doing nothing to change anything. Then it says, yesterday I started with episode one and two of the podcast and I guess I kind of got freaked out because I realized that most of what I eat is carbs slash sugar slash processed. Now I don't know where to even begin because I feel like I'll repeat my habits and fall off the wagon once again when I miss certain foods. I'm so, so picky and I just love junk food so much. Anyways, I'm not even sure what the point of this post is. I guess I'm just seeing if anyone can relate and what your advice is and how you turned it around and got yourself on track. I want to get it together so badly, but food wins every time. I've been there. I've absolutely been there where it feels like I spent most of my life there. Let's be real. I mean, I'm talking 30 years of wanting nothing more than to lose weight, even as like a six and a seven-year-old. It goes back that far for me. But even as I develop more autonomy in my teens and my 20s, same thing. I was obsessed with the desire to lose weight. And I just believed that everything in my life would be so different. And I wanted it more than anything. And I would have traded anything for it. And yet, at the end of the day... I was eating ice cream. I was getting takeout Mexican food. And same thing, like I really, at that point in my life, preferred those things. And we talked about this a ton on the webinar that I did on Thursday, that one of the big mistakes people make is feeling like they have to make some big substantial shift. And I get it because it's exciting to think about radical change. It is. It's also intimidating, but it's exciting to think about this big commitment and it gives us, it gives us a dopamine rush, especially when we think about how much more quickly the results will come with something that is a radical change. The truth is that doesn't work for most people. It absolutely works for some people, but for the majority of people, and I include myself in this group, what happens is we can maybe stay with it. Some people it's days, some people it's weeks, some people it's months, but over the long term, it's not sustainable. And there are a lot of reasons 
that it might not be sustainable. For me, it wasn't sustainable because my long-term desire wasn't to completely avoid every carb processed sugar thing for life. What I needed to learn that those kind of extreme and radical approaches didn't afford me the opportunity to learn was how to enjoy those kind of indulgences without the drama of like, oh my God, I screwed up. Well, I might as well get it out of my system and try again tomorrow. I needed to learn, moderation is such an overplayed word, but I, but essentially that's, that's, it captures it. I needed to learn how to have a non-dramatic, reasonable relationship with these kinds of foods. I don't think that radical dramatic change works for most people. Now, the reason that a lot of folks aren't attracted to like one small improvement at a time is because they have this story that says, that's not enough. That'll never get me to your goal. And you're 100% right. But when we start with a small change, it's not that we're intending to stay there. That's all we'll ever do. We are changing through evolution versus revolution. That's the way I describe it in Chasing Cupcakes. Changing via evolution, not revolution. Again, for some people, radical dramatic shifts work, but over the long term, they usually don't. So if I'm in the position of somebody who is feeling like most of what I eat is carbs, sugar, processed foods, I'm looking for like, what is the one small improvement I can make? Maybe you start with breakfast. Maybe there's one specific food that you start with. I kind of did both, right? And and I know this person's only on episodes one and two of the podcast. There's a chance they won't even hear this, but I did let them know I was going to address the question today. So I started with a smaller fast food order for breakfast. I didn't spend my entire journey there. I didn't think that I could lose 130 pounds just by a smaller fast food breakfast, But what I had to do was ditch the notion that I was going to go on this extreme diet and transform my life, and I had to embrace evolution over the idea of revolution that just wasn't working for me personally. I also made small changes like ice cream. I'd get a pint, I'd eat the pint, and I started taking one big spoonful and putting it down the garbage disposal. Was that enough for me to lose 130 pounds? No, but I was looking for small places that I could start. For some people, this could be one improvement to your evening snacking routine. It could be an improvement to breakfast. It could. There's a million places to start And it's funny, one of the things we talked about on Thursday is how so many people, the barrier to change, they get all this information, they have all of these ideas of what they could change or should change, and then they're paralyzed because they don't know where to start. And that's why one of the things that I talked about on Thursday night with this new program that I'm offering is you tell me where you're at and I will tell you where to start, right? You give me the details and I will tell you where to start. There is no wagon, right? That, that's another big challenge that I see with people who are struggling to get consistent is they see it as they're either on or off, where I would rather have them focus on the next small improvement that they're able and willing to make. And this is something we can all do. This is something that I do. 
the past couple weeks, I've had a ton of nausea, which is crazy because it went away for a few weeks. Um, and I'm basically like at the six month mark of, uh, this pregnancy with twins and the nausea is back. And so sometimes I'm eating like saltines and diet ginger ale, which is not ideal. And instead of like, oh my God, there's so many things I should be doing differently. It's, it's a question of what's the next best choice I can make? Is there some small improvement that feels reasonable for me today? Knowing that what feels reasonably today, that what feels reasonable today might not be what feels reasonable tomorrow. So hopefully that helps. The next question says, how do I silence the voice in my head that is not in alignment with my goals? It seems like I'm constantly arguing with myself. Let's reframe it a little bit, all right? I don't feel that the goal is to silence the voice in your head that's not in alignment with your goals. So there's always this battle for me of like, should I should sit down to do my work right now? Should I do it later? Can I do it tomorrow? Especially this past week where my stepdaughter was here and I, on the one hand, wanted to maximize our family time together. On the other hand, especially with this big webinar that I had this past Thursday, I was like, I need to get these things done. There's always the voice of like, ah, you can do it later. Oh, don't worry about it. Tomorrow's fine. Same thing with food. We have had so much food in our house from family that came in for the Dagny Foundation event. And there's always that voice of like, you rarely have cupcakes here. Have the cupcake. My goal, and when I'm working with clients, my goal for them isn't to silence that voice. I don't even know that that's necessarily possible. What I'm always looking to help people do is just have a mature, rational, completely honest dialogue. I don't want it to feel like arguing. It's not good you versus bad you, devil on your shoulder versus angel on your shoulder. It's, it's not a fight at all. Think about it as that voice represents a piece of the truth. Yeah, cupcake would be great. Yeah, hanging out by the pool would be way better than getting work done. What I'm looking to do is evaluate what else is true here? What am I leaving out when I'm just listening to that one piece of the truth that says, have some ice cream, order pizza, it's easier, you can work out tomorrow. What I'm looking to do is say, what's the rest of the story? What I'm looking to do, and one of the strategies we talked about this past Thursday was evaluate the shades of gray that exist between black and white, right? It's not either you have the ice cream or you don't. Either you drink at the barbecue or you don't. There's so many options in between. And I practiced this in my marriage. I was talking about this uh, on Thursday, how it's not either I let it go and put a smile on my face when Chris does something that rubs me the wrong way, or I snap at him. There's a million options in between. So when you have these thoughts, these ideas that you feel are not in alignment with your goals, you're not trying to argue with yourself. You're not trying to win. You're not trying to beat yourself. It's an opportunity to say, well, what else is there? What else is going on here? What exists between all or nothing? What other options are there? What else is true here? What am I not including that really matters in terms of 
what I want and what's most important to me. So that is how I would approach that. Okay, this is a question that probably many of you are thinking about right now, but it came in and I wanted to touch on it. It says, I heard about a new program you opened up this past week. I wasn't on your webinar the other day, but can you share a little bit about it with me? So the, the short version of it is this, because I think I talked about it for probably 30 minutes um, on the webinar the other day. We were I told my, my mom was here inside. Roman was asleep, but she was hanging out in case he woke up because Chris was away. She's like, how long do you think it'll be? And I was like, well, it'll be an hour, but then probably 15 minutes for questions. I was wrong. It was like an hour and 40 minutes uh, because there was just so many questions. And so of that hour, 30 minutes or hour, 40 minutes, I think we talked about the new program for probably about 30 minutes. Uh, and then I answered questions, which was just awesome. I love being able to answer your questions. And this is one fun format to do it. But having you live there is also really cool. Um, so thanks to everybody who hung out with me on Thursday evening. So the short version, not the 30-minute version, is this. A lot of you guys know I was working on my third book. And I had a goal in mind to have the book completed by July, like next month, July, next week, practically, July. And I was really pumped about a personal goal to have three books published by the time that I'm 40. And back in January, I had this realization that I don't think what my listener base needs right now most is a book. And that came in part from working with clients in my mastermind. It came in part from just really studying the conversations that are happening in the Facebook group and having a lot of individual conversations with people and email exchanges and DMs and all of this. Because what a book requires, and I love writing and I have more books in me and I will write more books for sure. But what a book requires is that you take what you learn and then you have the discipline and the skills and the wherewithal to implement it in the moments you need it most. And for a lot of folks, that doesn't happen. For some people, it does. And I love that. And I love chasing cupcakes and I love tools for the trenches. And I'm glad that I wrote them both. But as I talked to more people and I really, I went back through over two years worth of emails, which took, I don't know, two and a half months, like two and a half months of every day going through emails to really look at what would have been helpful here. And I thought, I want to give people a cheat sheet for evening improvements. I want to give people something that allows them to reclaim their determination in three minutes or less. I want to give people a tool for the weekends that they can use on the weekends where like I'm almost showing up with them in these moments and I'm closing that gap. I'm not asking them to to put the pieces together as much. I'm really meeting them where they're at. And I got really excited about the opportunity to do that, to put together these cheat sheets and these strategy guides. And uh, in addition to a lot of really in-depth training on things like motivation and consistency and the things that get away from that. And uh, like I mentioned earlier, the one-on-one guide, because I was like, okay, let's say that I give them these these cheat sheets and these strategy guides and these jumpstart things. What's going to happen for a lot of people is 
okay, well, I don't know where to start. There's all of these things, but like I need all of them and I don't know which one to start with. And then my fear was that they wouldn't do anything because they had so much information. So in addition to all of that, I wanted to be able to get individual information from people and say, this is where I think you should start. Start here. Yes, I know there are 20 million other things you could do, but start here. And I wanted a place to share one-on-one coaching on the topic of consistency with folks. And so essentially, that's what it is. It is unlike anything I've ever done before, because typically I've done like a series of live trainings, which I really love doing. I really love doing and I don't regret any of it. But this is much more, it's lifetime access. It is... um, There's not any like schedule that, you know, on Mondays at eight, you need to be on this thing because I don't, I think that can present a barrier for a lot of people. And I really looked at how do I remove the barriers for implementation? What do people need to know? And more importantly, what do they need in in order to be able to implement it really effectively? And so I probably didn't go into enough detail there, but I also don't want to spend a ton of time talking about it. So initially, um, I'm opening it up to 75 people. We got almost full on Thursday, which is freaking fantastic. And the reason for 75, hopefully it's clear, like if I'm going to be giving personalized jump starts and doing one-on-one, um, one one-on-one every single week indefinitely, a minimum of one one-on-one every single week forever, uh, I just can't have an unlimited number of people. So... We're starting with 75 and then closing enrollment. And my plan is to open enrollment one more time this year. I just don't know when it'll be because, hello, I'm having twins. Uh, (laughs) That's sort of changing things, but that's that. So if it's something you want to learn more about, you want to talk more about, let me know. I can get you that information. We have about 12 spots left. Um, ah, Do you have any time management tips for a crazy job where one has to wear a dozen hats at once? Well, the idea of multitasking is really a myth because while you might be task switching very quickly, you're actually only doing one thing at a time. So even though it might feel like I am uh, responding to emails while preparing Roman's dinner, I'm really bouncing back and forth between the two, but I'm, I'm doing one at a time. And so I I would say, and I'm certainly not a time management expert, but I work on this every day, really focus on being with one thing until it's done. We lose a lot of energy when we are constantly back and forth between this and that and this and that. And the other thing that's really helped me a lot is batching out certain days certain types of work for certain days. So I record podcasts on these days and I'm not looking to fit it in wherever I can fit it in in the week. I know that this day and this day are podcast recording days. I know that I have one administrative day per week. So I'm not constantly feeling like I have to respond to administrative stuff all the time. I respond to administrative stuff on this day. And That helps me a lot. I think when you work in a corporate setting, sometimes that can take a little bit more time to implement. But when the payoff is seen, it's 
it's really worth it. And even if you can't do it completely, you know, you have to respond to your boss. You can't just wait till Wednesdays when that's when you, you know, respond to administrative things. You still have a lot of control where you can do that. Um, That's helped me a lot. But sorry, I can't be more helpful. This next one is about thyroid and fat loss. I only have half a thyroid. Any suggestions for fat loss? Manage stress. Really prioritize sleep, supplementation with adaptogens that help to moderate your body's stress response. Take seriously things like meditation, time outside. Those sound kind of like they wouldn't be really important, but they actually are insanely important. Manage stress. Also make sure that you're really getting all the micronutrients you need, ideally from food. But let's be real, we're not measuring and managing micronutrients day to day. So in addition to having a really clean and varied diet, make sure you're taking a high quality multivitamin. Add in those adaptogens for your stress response. And then lastly, I would say be religiously consistent about minimizing sugar. That is going to be huge. Sure, there are other things you could do, but those are the three that I would start with. The last question says, I can't feel full. I'm eating lots of protein, but by the time it's one o'clock, I've already eaten 1,900 calories and I don't have any calories left for the rest of the day. How do I manage my hunger and calorie deficit? So I'm not a fan of calorie counting. This is one reason why. Your body is not a calculator. And the notion that we need the same thing every day is just bananas to me. We are not machines. Hormonally, we are different every day. Energetically, we are different every day, right? We have different levels of stress. We have different levels of sleep. And so when somebody is trying to hit a calorie target that's the same every day, I'm like, just from a common sense perspective, don't you have days where you just feel like you don't have much of an appetite and other days where you could like eat the furniture off the couch? You know what I mean? You could just eat everything that's not nailed down. We need to be responsive to that. So I'm not your gal if you are committed to calorie counting and you want my help. I've done a number of episodes on this. I think episode 62 or 67. You can go to primalpotential.com, search calories, and older episodes I've done on this will come up. Um, I don't think it's an effective way. And obviously, it's not working for you, right? Um, Managing hunger, protein is only one piece of it. Protein in and of itself is not going to be very satiating. Fat is actually far more satiating than protein is. So it might be that you need to add more fat and more fiber, fiber from non-starchy vegetables, um, because, you know, it, it sounds like, and obviously there's a ton I don't know here in context, it sounds like you're relying on protein uh, as a way to manage your hunger. It's not really great at that. Fat is really good at that. Fiber from non-starchy vegetables is really good at that. But before you make a decision, I would love for you to go and listen to the episodes that I've done on why I don't think calorie counting is the best way to go about things. You can go to primalpotential.com, search calories. Uh, But I think it's episode 62. Let me just pull it up right now and see. And we'll find out together. Hold on. Let's see. 
calories. Let's see here. Do 329 and episode 62. So episodes 329 and episode 62, 062, are the best way. You can just scroll through whatever app you use to listen to podcasts. Those are the best ways to, um, those are the best episodes to start with. Okie dokie. All right, y'all. I'm so pumped that Roman stayed asleep. He's napping right now for me to record this. Yes, that's huge. Especially because Chris is supposed to be home and he's not home. But, you know, you know, we'll just roll with it. We're just going to roll with it. And we're going to seize this as an opportunity to practice being creative, energetic problem solvers. And I'm going to use this as an opportunity to practice not turning blessings into burdens. I'm healthy. Roman's healthy. Chris is healthy. His daughter got back safely. Like, the rest of it ain't that serious. You know? It's not a crisis. Winner of Energy Plus, your choice. You can do the uh, pomegranate lime, which has caffeine, or you can do the dragon fruit, which does not. Again, all natural, no junk, really great as a summer beverage, but also fun for mocktails and cocktails while getting in some good micronutrients and a dose of energy. Winner is Deb C., I know that probably sounds really common, but you know if you are the Deb C who left a review of this podcast last week. Thanks, Deb C. Email me, Elizabeth, at primalpotential.com within 60 days of the day this episode airs. Include which flavor you'd like and include your mailing address. No matter where you are in the world, I will get it out to you. And for the rest of you, go leave a review on the podcast and you might win next week. Next week, I might do two prizes. Somebody remind me of that, will you? All right. Have a really great weekend to all the dads out there, father figures, grandfathers. Happy Father's Day. I have nothing for Chris yet. I don't know what I'm going to do for Father's Day. Um, (laughs) But that's okay because I don't think he got me anything for Mother's Day. We're not big gift people, but at the same time, like, I want to do something, you know. So if you hear this and you've got great ideas, DM me because I need them. No tchotchkes or like sentimental things. We're not that kind of gift giver. But if you've got good Father's Day gift ideas, send them my way. All right. I'll chat with you soon. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. If you enjoyed it, make sure to take a few seconds to leave a rating and review on whatever platform you're listening. It not only supports the show in a huge way, but it also automatically enters you into our weekly product giveaway. For more tools, tips, and strategies on creating change, check out my first book, Chasing Cupcakes, and follow me on Instagram at Elizabeth Benton. Remember, every choice is a chance, and I'll see you next time.